Welcome to the JMAC Tries Podcast. Welcome back to the show dedicated to bringing you motivating and positive conversations with some amazing triathletes. And yep, today's guest, no exception. She is tri-run underscore twin mom, Christina Economy. She's pretty much badass. You can find her on Instagram, posting pictures of herself and her Betty gear, uh, doing some Olympic races, some 70.3s, doing some training, getting some pictures of her and her twin boys, her and her husband, you know, typical mom stuff, except that she trains double-digit hours every week with some lofty goals. And this year, no exception. She is looking to qualify for 70.3 Worlds. Um, She's going to try that in Santa Cruz this year, 70.3. But before that, she's got a couple Olympic races and then... Ironman Gulf Coast 70.3 and then she threw it out there her ultimate goal is to get to Kona next year as well so again not afraid to put herself out there we have conversations about all things related to being a mom having twin boys being a husband what it takes to train uh, your support staff those around you and um, also we get a little personal Um, Christina had dealings with anxiety over the years both uh, in our private life, and then it turned into triathlon, specifically on the swim. But she overcame a lot of those through the uh, just the awesome community that we have with triathletes and using triathlon as an outlet in a positive sense. And then we also talked about some of the things she's focused on. Um, one of the things is hashtag I am limitless, which has to do with just how we don't need to set boundaries for ourselves, whether it be personally, professionally, health-wise, mentally, physically. So I am limitless, and that is just her inspiration to know that she is limitless and that she could achieve any goal that she sets her mind to. So great conversation with Christina. Love her positivity. We had a great time chatting. I uh, want you to give her a follow. Try run underscore twin mom. Follow her journey. Let's help, let's help her achieve these goals and uh, just a cool, cool woman to speak to. So without further ado, Christina Economy. Hi, Christina. Hi. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Did you get some food? I did, yeah. <laughs> quick, I scarfed down a bar very quickly. Perfect. Milk, so I'm good. Oh, there you go, chocolate milk. Good. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Well, actually, it's not. It's almond milk, chocolate almond milk. Perfect. But same thing. It's exactly the same. It does the same thing. Yeah, I love doing these calls when I schedule them with other triathletes. Obviously, other triathletes. They they're always centered around a workout. So 
it's, you know, it's like, I'm, you know, I asked you to block an hour. So everybody's like, okay, I got an hour. So either they run or swim or bike before or they got a workout going on after. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much how my schedule is. Um, I know when we were first setting this up, I asked you if I could do a little bit more time because I looked at my schedule and I realized, oh, my, my run's a little longer today. So I needed to give myself a little buffer. Uh, so yeah, I dropped, basically I dropped my twin boys off at preschool. Mm-hmm. Then went straight out for my seven mile run, and then um, here I am. And then when we hang up, I'll be going to pick them up. So yeah. Oh, good. good. How? Uh, what are you training for? Um. So I'm doing a couple of half Ironmans this year. My yeah. first half is coming up in May, the Florida seventy point three Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's the big a race on my mind right now um i do have next month an olympic that i'm doing as a warm-up race okay and you live on the west coast i do yeah in santa barbara california nice so this is uh, yeah i'm in connecticut so this is my cold off season oh yeah (laughs) well we're having a bit of a cold wave they're saying here we actually from the national weather advisory I got an alert last week on my phone saying there's going to be a cold chill and it's literally like 30 degrees, but for us that's freezing. So we get warnings. <laughs> How long is it going to yeah. be 30 degrees for? Um, well today, I mean, during the day it reaches like, for example, right now it's around 55, but yeah. overnight it drops down to 30. I think it was even going to get as low as 29. Um, this whole week it's supposed to be this cold front came down through Canada. Wow. So, yeah, for us, that's cold, but I still got out there. I went out to run outside. I can't stand the treadmill, so even <laughs> if it's cold, I don't go outside. Do you, do you have gear? Do you have cold weather gear living out in California? I do. I mean, yeah. Funny enough, I, well, I wore my arm warmers, and mm-hmm. I have tights, and um, um, I'm on Team Betty. I'm one of our teammates who's really cool, just put together his order for buffs, which I've actually never worn, but it came in handy today, so I wore it. Out. What are those? Um, they're like these versatile it's for cold weather or i guess hot weather too but um it keeps your you can put it around your face or over your head or it's like a scarf where it could be like a headband Uh. it keeps you warm so i wore it yeah it kept my neck pretty warm my arm warmers and i was good i actually got kind of hot and i just took it off so perfect yeah i have an entire closet of winter gear that i that i have to have yeah do you go actually go out and like i see people friends of mine you know that live on the west coast on instagram that are out there and that like snow and i don't know how you guys do that but (laughs) yeah i don't want to say you get i lived out here my whole life you don't really get used to it but you kind of have no choice unless you want to be on the treadmill i won't bike in this weather just because i'm a big wimp and i like I actually like the trainer. Um, I do too. That's so funny. I, I, I love the trainer, but can't stand the treadmill. I don't know why that is. But yeah. yeah, I started using Zwift a couple of months ago, and that's been like my addiction. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm so with you on that. I, I can't do it without Zwift now. It's funny. I actually have one of the guys on Zwift coming on to my show in a couple of weeks. Oh, so, nice. The guy yeah. the guys that started Zwift? I actually spoke to Eric, and he introduced me to Jordan Rapp. Oh, so nice. uh, Jordan's going to come on and we're going to talk all things Zwift. So I'm really That's excited about awesome. that. Yeah, definitely tune in for that. I'm, I'm definitely a Zwift addict now. See, now that's funny. So here you are on the West Coast. You have beautiful weather except for I this know. week. But I no, know. but I think that's so cool that you want to spend some time on the trainer and just everything that, that you know, Zwift has yeah. to offer. Yeah, and I actually just got the kicker, which everybody mm-hmm. I've been, you know, seeing, hearing a lot about. And um, it really 
I've only done three rides on it, but it's it's made a huge difference, I think, already in the in the ride on the trainer. So good. Yeah. I have to I have to start following you on Zwift. Yeah, definitely. I think it's really cool. Like I do some an early morning riser. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work out at five a.m. and it's kind of funny because you can see all the countries that are on there, you know, yeah. or the people. And there's always a couple Americans. So there's always us idiots on at five a.m. But then <laughs> it's like there's people in Japan and Germany, yeah. and and I have a couple of quote unquote with friends from other countries that are on there the same. I don't even know what tech time zone it is over there for them. Um, but it's just, it, what a, it's such a cool concept that really seems to have taken off yeah, just the past six I months, agree. I think. It's so cool. There's always a ton of people online. And it seems like most of, a lot of them are from other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm on too, I'm usually on them in the middle of the day when the boys are napping. So, <laughs> so I have you're, no idea what time it is there either. For those yeah, people. exactly. Right? I think they should just at least put the time so you give somebody some <laughs> yeah, credit and knowing what yeah. time it is for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I love I love all the like random thumbs up and stuff. You're like, hey, who's that guy from Japan? Nice. Give me a thumbs up. Well, isn't that the whole we were talking about this a little bit before. This is the whole point of our sport, right? It's um, I've been doing it for 12 years. And how, how long have you been doing it? Um, my first try was in 2011. So what are we? Yeah, seven years, I guess. Yeah. I took a bit of a break when I had um, my twins, but uh, two years off. But so all in all five seasons, I guess. Yeah. But so when you started, that was, you know, right in the very beginning of social media, right? So it was, it was, yeah, I think if I you think about I it, I didn't have an Instagram account at that point. Right. I had, I had Facebook, I think maybe. Yep. Um, no, when I first started, what, what do you mean? Social media, like thinking about social media when I first started or. Yeah. That? But I mean, my, my point is, is like when we first started, when I did it, you know, early, late to early two thousands, there was no, we only met because of social media, right? So it's like the, you oh, had this yeah. small pocket of triathletes that you race with locally, and maybe you'd see them at a big race. But now I think our our just our community has grown to this really cool global, uh, I don't know, just cool club because of social media. <laughs> Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, when I first started, it was all the local races. I think the farthest I traveled was San Diego, and that's right. just with my I had family there. Um, and I didn't know anybody at that race. I raced and there was nobody um, except my family there cheering me on. Um, and yeah, and then I, I was in the local tri club here for my first couple seasons, which was nice to have that camaraderie. Um, but yeah, since I've been on social media, it's amazing. Like last season, all the people that I met just through social media races or people just giving you a shout out just because they, you know, follow you and um, it's so amazing. I love and, it. And they only, the, the funny thing is they only know your, your online name. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> hey, try around, turn around. You're like, hey, looking around. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, true. But even Betty, right? So you're on the Betty squad, correct? I am. Yeah. I love the Betty squad. And that's just something that's blown up socially as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I first found out the Betty when I came back, um, after my little hiatus having the kids in 2015, um, and that was through social media, I was I started following some Betty girls um, that were big that I really admired, um, and I would be at some races and see the girls, you know, in the kits and just the, their energy, and they look like they're having so much fun. I was like, I have to be on that team. So yeah, yeah, and then um, and that is that a West Coast company, I believe. 
Yeah, it was started um, by Kristen Mayer. Um, and she, yeah, uh, I think she actually grew up on the East Coast, but oh. she started it here on the West Coast. Yeah. But um, that's the point. And then I see, so obviously online and social, but then even now doing local races out here in Connecticut, I'll see a lot of um, girls wearing Betty kits. And uh, I just yeah, think it's so it's cool. Too. We actually right? have a, a global team this year. Yeah. We split it up to the elite team, the USC team, and the international team. Um, oh, wow. It's huge. Yeah. We have at least 20 girls international on the team. Oh, good for them. So now this is, uh, so we're just kind of chatting a little bit. So you have Gulf Coast coming up 70.3 and you've done some 70.3s in the past. Is that correct? I have. Yeah. Last season was really my first season of doing them. I, my first 70.3 I attempted in 2016 and I actually had my first DNF. Oh, jeez. Which was really, yeah, disappointing. But it was the Super Frog. They had the wave. Oh, wave. God. Yeah. Gnarly but, swim, yes. Yeah, I don't, I mean, they were rescuing people left and right. And I was just like, yeah, this is not going to, I'm already kind of, I mean, at that point, I've gotten stronger. But at that point, I was kind of a shaky swimmer still. So it just wasn't, I wasn't going to get past that swim. Um, but yeah, so that haunted me. And I was like, I just can't. But it also at the same time motivated me mm-hmm. to go, um, and just really do the next one and kick ass. So Oceanside, 70.3 last year was my first. Nice. And then I did Santa Cruz last year as well. Oceanside's a big race. I, a couple of guests I had on before doing Oceanside. I think it's just, it's probably one of the bigger early season races. Is that? Yeah, yeah. There's so much energy. And there were so many people that I met through social media and just locally too that were down there it was just it was it seemed like a big party and it was some people were joking like it's, it's a lot of people do the race just for the social aspect of <laughs> right. one of those everybody goes out and gets together but yeah it was it was a great it's a great course too and the the bike is no joke there were some some gnarly hills in there okay and now but then you're but now you're going to florida this year for gulf coast so what what made you go out to florida well, my dad lives in Florida, so it's a good excuse to go see him. And then also um, being in a family, you know, when all, most of these Ironman, when you're traveling, there's, there's a lot of, or planning it out, there's a lot of travel involved and yep. you want to make the most out of them. Um, so also doing a family vacation with the twins at Disney World. Absolutely. Yeah. So I That's will. That's how I can convince my husband to come with me to some of these races. He's a big Disney fan too, and roller coaster. Oh, so if I can like like sneak in like some little thing that he likes, then it can all seal the deal too. So. Your is your husband also a triathlete? He's not. I mean, he is. I get now technically I'll say he is. Ah, uh, you made him. You, you converted him. <laughs> he did his first last season. He did yeah. a sprint here locally. He's actually more of a cyclist, and he grew up cycling a lot, and was a really strong cyclist, and did some races when he was younger. Um, but yeah, yeah, I converted him to the dark side. So now he's nice. training, and he started his own little Instagram following too. So oh, cool! I have to check it yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so this kind of leads into what drew me to originally was obviously your handle. So try run underscore twin mom. So you have twin boys. Twin boys. You're a kick-ass mom. And then your husband's doing our crazy sport too. So, you know, how, how, how do you juggle everything? I know. Everybody always asks me. That's the first (laughs) thing. And, like, it's so hard to even say how. I don't even know half the day. I get through the day and I'm like, I don't even know how I got through today. Um, (laughs) 
it, it really is a balancing juggling act. Um, and it take, it really does take a village. I'm very fortunate that my husband is supportive. I couldn't do half of it without him. Um, I'm also blessed that I have family. His they literally live next door. My mother-in-law, nice. my father-in-law. So they are a big help. Um, and so she comes over a lot to watch them if I want to go out for a run or get a swim in. Um, so yeah, it t- I feel like it takes a village. Um, I, I have a lot of friends on social media that are single moms that do this, and I just give so much props to them because I don't know how I would do it if I didn't have the support I do from my family. So yeah, that's awesome. And and I mean, it's not like you're just kind of going through the motions just from kind of what I was reading. So you have some lofty <laughs> goals for next year. I do. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I, I, when I go into something, I go all in. Perfect. It's a, it's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time, too. Yep. I think I get obsessed and I'm like, I have something in my mind and I just want it and I go for it and I, and I find a way to make it happen. Um, so I was pretty competitive right off the bat when I started triathlons. What drew you into it? Let me just, I want to stop you there. What oh, drew you yeah. into triathlon? Um, Oh, gosh, that's a loaded question. I really started um, running first um, as a way uh, back in the, I lived in LA and a very stressful career. And um, I wanted to do something just for myself. I had developed anxiety. I've dealt with that over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and my doctor was like, you know, and I didn't want to have to go on medication, that sort of thing. You should try exercising more doing things like that to help as well and so then I would start running or I started running to to help with that also to lose weight and stay in shape all of the reasons I think a lot of people right. do um, <laughs> and then I did a half marathon um I started doing some running races and then I had a friend who did a triathlon um and encouraged me to do it as well and then I did my first one and I was hooked and I was like oh my god I think this is it. I, I always loved running, but I, I don't know something about triathlon. Just really off the bat, just drew me in. Um, and this is before I, your kids, I, correct? Yeah, it was before my kids. Um, and um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So I placed pretty well in my very first sprint. And um, so I was like, oh, I got, I got to sign up again and like really try it. I think I came in like fourth place. And I was like, wow. Yeah, in my age group, I was like, I really want to go. I go on to stand on the podium like those girls. So I, I signed up again for immediately, yep. another one immediately, and just was like, I got to get on the. So that I don't know that just that competitive drive in me really came out in this sport. Um, so yeah, my second season, I had, I had qualified to go to nationals. I didn't end up going that year, but um, then then I got pregnant with the twins and took some okay. time off and. When I came back, I still had that desire. Oh, I miss nationals. I want to be able to go back there. Um, so I qualified um, my first season back, and I, I nice. went last year. Yeah. Uh, are you going this year? I'm not going to go this year, no, because okay. I'm really focusing now um, on Ironman in the 70.3 yeah. distance, and my goal is to get to Worlds 70.3. I saw that yeah. in France. <laughs> yeah. Super excited. It, I feel like um, – it's meant to be in a way, um, well, I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> anyway, Perfect. You're, be, you're, exactly. whether, whether I'm racing, although I'm going to put it out there and say I will be racing there. Um, yep. Put that out in the universe. But uh, we're going to be in France anyways. My husband, his business is 
is an international business um, or he has a lot of international uh, customers. So yep. anyway, once a year he goes to uh, a different location in Europe for a big conference. And in 2019, it happens to be in France, nice. in Paris. Yeah. The week uh, after Nash, uh, after Worlds. So, yep. uh, so I'm like, we're going to be there anyway. Like I, I have to make it. Oh my God. Now yeah. that is, so where, so you have this whole thing planned out. I, I just, by knowing you for the short 15 minutes, it sounds like you have like everything planned out. So is your goal to, to do this at Gulf coast or is there? A, no, enough? well not Gulf coast. Cause Gulf coast was still called my qualify me for, I, for um, 2018 for this year. Okay. Yeah. Which I, if I were, I mean, that would be another, if I did happen to qualify now <laughs> or get lucky and get a slot, um, I don't know how I could turn that down at South Africa. And my husband right. have business there too. So I could maybe convince him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a big tax write-off. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll remember that one. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, but the, the ultimate is to get to France. And so I also have um, Santa Rosa 70.3 in July, which would qualify for France. So that one is what I'm really gunning for. That's my AA race of the season. Got it. Okay, now, so we kind of went down this path because of trying to find time to do all this. So do you have a coach or do you, do you train on your own? Um, I do. Well, I train through TriDot. Yep. Um, and I have one of their coaches, John. Um, and But mostly I do, I mean, I found that what, what for me, I mean, everybody says coaching is the way to go. And for me, it's great to have for me. What I love about it is just the schedule. What I love about TriDot is they, they put your schedule, but you're also inputting your workouts and it's constantly updating your training plan based on where you're at. Mm-hmm. It's called optimization. And I don't know all the like technical details, but all I know is that, it, um, I mean, it's like probably like a coach, except that it's actually technology that's doing the work yeah. um, once you're inputting your numbers. Uh, and I saw, I mean, I, I dropped my bike split last season just following this plan um, by over 30 minutes and a half. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really believe in what it's been doing and it's been working for me. So I'm going to stick with it now um, and see what happens this season. Um, and how has your swimming come about? And you said you got a little bit of anxiety in the water. Is that getting stronger for you? Yeah. Oh my God. Swimming's I've definitely turned a corner in that. Perfect. I really focused a lot on it in the off season. Um, getting in there again using just the plans that are on tri-dot um i've thought about joining our local masters and i've done a couple swims with them but um but mostly been doing it on my own in the pool um doing these drills and i just did my first test in months and um i took like 11 seconds off my 400 nine seconds off my 200 so my my, yeah is definitely improving um and that's my biggest weakness so i think that's um i'm definitely stronger on the the bike and the run um so i think if i can hone in on my swim i got a shot that's (laughs) awesome and do you have a do you have a sports background i know you got into triathlon because of kind of just to get back in you know better better health but do you have a background in sports i do um i grew up my father i mean i was a bit of a tomboy so i had my brother (laughs) And a bunch of cousins and my dad, who was 
crazy competitive into sports. His was basketball, but like mm-hmm. really anything. Um, so I played basketball with him, softball. Um, I was out there running with my um, cousins and my brother. And I remember my brother and I, when I was like seven or eight, we would race. We had a border collie and we would literally hold the collie. He, border collies are really fast. We don't know about them. They herd sheep. But yep. in our back, we had this huge field in our backyard and we would race each other with the dog. Like one of us would hold the dog. <laughs> That's okay, awesome. Okay, go. And then, then like halfway through, okay, go. We would like do these. Like, yeah, it was really fun. So, um, yeah, very active as a kid. Um, and I try to, and that's one of the reasons I do, I want to like keep that going. It's hard. It's a different generation. I know that my kids are growing up in with, right. they're already addicted to their iPads and yep. TV and stuff, but I didn't have that as a kid. Like I was outside, very active all the time. And, um, so I just want to keep that going for my kids and let them see that. And I think the other cool thing is, so you're taking them to races, you're, you're turning into a family affair. So they're, they're drinking yeah. the Kool-Aid whether they want it or not. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're always – they are. And they're already little fast runners. I mean, they can almost outrun me sometimes. Um, and it's it's just fun. They're like, oh, mommy's, mommy's swimming today or mommy's running today. Like, they already kind of know my schedule, too. And they're really interested in the bike and always want to get up on the bike or get get on. We have a treadmill in there, too, and they're already – and they're like, oh, let's, let's get on the treadmill. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So I wanted to take a little bit of a turn. I was looking at reading one of your, your most recent blog posts and it's mm-hmm. your hashtag. I am limitless. Yeah. Can you talk about that for a little while? Sure. I think it was totally yeah. interesting. And one of the things I wanted to make sure we talked about. Yeah. Um, well, it came about as I was invited um, by there's a new app called Gixo Fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool. It's just, um, you download it and you can, they give you workouts that you could do anywhere. Um, are they triathlon workouts or just, no, they're any type of workouts. I, what drew me to it is, um, I really need to work on more on building a strong core and just doing, um, work that's outside of just the endurance training. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'll do their little core workouts or their like booty burners, things like that, (laughs) (laughs) but they're basically the strength type workouts um them along with sweat pink uh, or their fit approach sweat pink um they invited me to this campaign um called i am limitless and basically what it is is that for the new year for 2018 and beyond instead of making resolutions oh i want to lose 20 pounds or oh i want to you know get rid of this in my diet it's just about this is my mentality for this year and like all into the future is that I am limitless, that you don't put limitations on what you can do. Um, and that's why I really believe that I will go to worlds. Right. And all, a lot of um, triathletes, the ultimate, I mean, I haven't even done a full Ironman yet, but that's on my list for next season and Kona is on my mind. And I really do believe nice. that I can achieve any of that um and i think it's just because just the mindset and that mental attitude is 80 percent of it i would say yeah i love it so it's not about i'm gonna go on a diet and lose 10 pounds it's 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 basically changing your lifestyle but it's more than just a physical lifestyle it's mentally too just being a better all-around person yeah absolutely absolutely i think things like having tangible goals are great um and i still have goals sure they're goals right yeah i want to get to this 
feet or the systems. Um, but I think just for me, triathlon is more than that. It's like, okay, what's next? What's, what's next? But overall my life and my mental well-being and just everything is just improved um, tremendously from having that attitude that comes, I think, along with it. Well, I think it's a perfect combination with our sport, right? Because our sport takes up so much time, um, you know, double digits of training hours per week. And it, it interferes with, you know, normal life, having kids and family and jobs and everything else. So if you can't integrate it and make it a part of your life, it's something bad is going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, exactly. So true. This is cool. So is it, so it's a campaign you're running with both of those and is it on social yeah. and just kind of putting it out there for, you know, just for people to, to get inspired. And... Yeah, exactly. Just to inspire people that doesn't matter your background, where you're from, how much you weigh, how much you don't weigh, like how much sports you've done in the past, you, anybody can achieve and because you're limitless. I love yeah. it. Well, you, you kind of have some lofty goals out there. So you just, I I put them out there and I believe, you know, some people, and when I first started this, I would be timid to say, Oh, I want to do this or that. And, um, and now I just put it out there because what you put out, you get back, I think. And, and I'm not afraid and I'm not a pro and I'm not the fastest person out there, but I still think that I can definitely make these things happen because I believe it. Yeah. And I mean, and then and what's the worst that could happen? Right. I mean, you have I think the great thing about our community is it's more supportive than anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have the one offs and the, the negatives, but for you to put that out there, there's I mean, 99 percent of the people are going to push you and, and, and help you to get there. So, yeah, absolutely. That's that's what I found to be so true. Um, and that's what encourages me to keep putting these things out there. Is just the tremendous support, and I think that makes all the difference as well. That's awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I wanted to kind of wrap this up because I don't want to take up way too much of your time. I know it's every time bringing a guest on, it's there. All of us are Type A personalities, so it's like yeah, <laughs> we're moving on to the next thing after this. So, get, so Golf Coast is coming up. You said in April, mm-hmm. May, May. Okay, mm-hmm. so what's the ramp up for that looking like? Um, so I have a next month and an Olympic yeah. at the end of March. I'm actually, what I'm really excited about next month is Betty camp too. So where's that? Um, it's going to be an Oceanside, and there's nice. 30 of us from the team that are all going to stay in one house and we're going to train, um, all weekend and just have fun, um, and push each other. So that's going to be really exciting. Um, and then, uh, two weeks after that, I have my first Olympic try and then I'm going to do a running race just a 10 K I mean a 10 miler in April and then, and then Gulf coast, um, which is, I guess more of like a B, although I hate to put numbers on it. Right? I know. Really my big one is Santa Rosa. That's the one where I'm going to, or my first shot at qualifying for France. Um, but then I'm also going to do a few more later in the season. Seven, 70.3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, cool. So everybody could follow your journey. Uh, you are try run underscore twin mom. Yes. And you are Christina economy. Yes. <laughs> it's cool. Everybody messes up my last name. They try and make it more than it is. So that's perfect. I know. Yeah. Everybody. Awesome. And um, cool. So Christina, I want to thank you so much for coming on my show. It was really enjoyable talking to you. Oh, and thank you. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. 
I want to uh, I want to make sure everybody follows you and, and kind of follows your your journey. I always like to call it a journey because you know obviously there are some endpoints, but we have to we have to enjoy what's the tr- the, the along the I way. Agree. Right? Even if I accomplish all these things, it's like it's still a journey, and um, I I love to see these seventy year olds, eighty year olds out there. I hope to be one of them. Yeah, I'll be right with you. Exactly, <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. us someday. So yeah. And our kids will be doing doing this right behind us, or probably yeah, in front sure. of us. Taking my ass in a few years. <laughs> exactly. Awesome, Christina. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, I look forward to following your journey, and, and we can connect soon. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. So, what'd you guys think, Christina? Economy, total badass. Awesome mother, amazing triathlete, great wife, uh, just doing it all. And uh, we had a fun time chatting about all things that Christina's working on, especially the fact that she's throwing herself out there with some pretty lofty goals. So really excited to follow her journey. Hopefully she gets to 70.3 World and hopefully she gets to Kona. Be so cool to watch her go out there next year. Um, But until then, it's going to be fun to follow her this year in 2018. So give her a follow on Instagram, Try Run underscore twin mom check out hashtag i am limitless and just see all the cool things that she's working on and as always i thank you guys my listeners for listening for sharing for your comments and um this is a great time i'm having here so look forward to more guests coming on my show and giving you more motivating and positive stories until then this is j mac this is my show <laughs>